0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm sitting with my buddy, John Perlis. Perlis, you're an author you're a successful business person you were a college all-american but most importantly you got the caddy for me i know that. that has to make you feel pretty good right about now
2: hey when you're sending out some of those accolades you always stumble out of a little bit why, why are those hard for you to say
1: well do you want me to be truthful or should i just give you the uh no this
2: is a jay Golf with jay Delsey show we have to be truthful we're not accurate but we're truthful
1: okay <laughs> I love the fact that accuracy and truthfulness aren't, aren't combined. I sit there and I think about some of the idiotic things that you and I have done together in our lives. And it just makes me chuckle. And I start thinking about the other positive things we've done. And I'm like, man, it's amazing. We've actually accomplished a lot. And you being an author, that thing just gets me, man. Every time I say that, it just makes me smile.
2: Well, I'm glad. It makes me smile, too. But I also have shared with you that's one thing about being an author. You're not really – you're an author, I suppose, but there's about a half dozen or a dozen people around you to make any of that happen, which, by the way, is pretty much how our golf career happened and anything else that happened good in our lives is surrounding ourselves with good people.
1: Yeah, you know, Pearl, the the, the term it takes a village is uh, really indicative. And I've actually got a a gentleman that's approached me about writing a book. And I'm like, hey, uh, anyway, so let's get back to the show. So we formatted the show like Around the Golf. This initial segment is called the On the Range segment. And, um, guys, if you're interested and you need some ammo, like Taylor made golf ball type ammo, send me an email, J jay at com. Each week, compliments of Taylor made and our buddy, um, Jeff Thornhill at Taylor Made Golf. We are giving away a dozen TP5 golf balls. Brand new. They are beautiful. Send me an email, jay at and we'll put you in the drawing, and we will send them out to you. We sent out 52 dozen last year. I got emails back from people. They were delighted about them. They said the balls didn't go straight. I said, look, it, I keep the straight ones. And I'm giving you guys the ones that curve a little bit. So that's uh that's what we got. All right, Pearl, let's jump back into the show. We had the Sony Open just happened this week. Siwoo Kim gets his fourth win since twenty twenty one. John, that's pretty damn impressive for the young South Korean.
2: It's very impressive. He's a heck of a player, and I think he shot my theory down to dust because I think he just got married. And I always talking about when guys <laughs> just get married or just have kids that they're uh, that their games go to heck, but not this guy. He had a a big, big shebang uh, in in Korea with uh, having getting married. He walks out on the tour the next week or so, and uh, and puts on quite a performance and won a finish. I think uh, Hayden Buckley, who I think thought he might win or at least get in the playoffs, got a little shell shocked at the end.
1: Well, yeah, I mean he chips see Woo Kim chips in on seventeen uh, from just off the edge, and then uh, two putt birdies on eighteen. I mean, how about the fairway bunker shot he hit on eighteen, Pearl? I mean. That's a oh man I you know I sit there and watch him tee up that three wood so high on eighteen I'm like you're gonna swing under this thing but I, I'm just I, I'm just amazed at the young kids how good they are and and with a little bit of magic dust a little bit of confidence John these guys just get after it
2: well it's funny to watch them tee it up high because you and I coming down the stretch and especially under pressure. I, that thing got lower and lower and lower. I didn't hardly need a tee by the last hole.
1: Oh, Pearl, you have the same. Just throw it on the ground. I, I wanted to use the ground and everything else I could to kind of trap the ball, you know, and try to get it to go straight, which, of course, it didn't do very often. But, um, you, you know, John, Wileye, the golf course at Wileye, always lend, seems to lend itself to some wild, finishes or wild uh, comings and goings I mean the golf course in the modern day era is extremely short but Pearl they've got that that kind of wiry, common bermuda rough and it's one of the only of the, one of the few places that PGA tour players nowadays have to try to deal with flyers and have to try to deal with controlling their ball in some undesirable situations
2: there's so I'm glad you brought that up because it is a throwback uh, golf course there's just so many things the wind just seems to shift enough out there to really wreak havoc it's not a hard course, uh, really. So they know coming down the stretch, they know they've got to shoot some low numbers. But there's enough holes that are just awkward enough uh, to to make them think. And you know, trying to hit that fairway on 18, given the the angle that it is, with the with the wind and the palm trees to the left. But hey, Jay, I want to make sure we get a comment from you on on hayden buckley let's talk about him a little bit because here you got a guy you know you see all these unbelievable swings out there and actually you had a couple coming down stretch between chris kirks whose swing is a little bit unique but not as wild as uh as hayden buckley's but man he can golf his ball
1: john i gotta tell you it just it puts a smile to my face when i see someone i mean it's hard to call him unconventional right but I, it just puts a smile on my face when I see somebody that looks like an athlete out there playing golf. It,
2: it, it, well, he was a he was a pretty pretty big time baseball player. I don't know how far he made it, but uh, he was pretty serious and pretty solid baseball player, whether it was through high school or maybe even college. But Jay, it's kind of cool, just to your point, to see him play as you would call it bat and ball. Get away from all the crazy technique. There's the ball. In this case, it's your club is your bat, and just go play it. That club is moving all over the place. He's got that exaggerated, funky takeaway. I love his action, though, man. He he makes me want to play when I see him hit it.
1: John, I, I agree because we're so programmed into trying to teach golf swing instead of trying to teach people to just – Get the ball around, and that's what it looks like sometimes when you stand there, and that's his interpretation, and look at what he did. He, I mean, look at what he did. He almost won a PGA Tour event.
2: Well, because I love the, you know, we all have different personalities. It's kind of like fingerprints. There's no two the same, and so for all of us to try to swing the same, especially under pressure and over time, really doesn't make sense. So here's a guy that's kind of figured it out. It kind of matches his personality. I love the cat, his caddy story as well. Uh, We just kind of picked up this uh, gentleman, what, towards the end of last year or something like that, and had a really good finish or actually an actual win uh, with something. So they just kind of a match made in heaven. They'd never met each other, and all of a sudden off they go, and now they've got to each have a uh, tour win under their belt. It's kind of a throwback story. I love it. I think we need more of it. Uh, Same same with Chris Kirk. Jay, you played with Chris Kirk a couple times, and and back in the day at least when we played with him, he bound it.
1: Oh, hell yeah, Pearl. He bombs it. I, I, he pissed me off because his rhythm was so good. That backswing looks like he's fallen asleep on the way back, Pearl. So smooth, so calm, so relaxed. And then you look at Hayden Buckley. It looks like he's taking the club back a little a la Matthew Wolf, a little a la, little less, but a little a la Jim Furyk. And that, because the club goes you know, completely out to the north, outside somewhere out there, and I got to tell you, down at Impact, it just looked pure. And uh, yeah, Chris Kirk's a hell of a good player. Good story, battled alcoholism, some other demons that he's had. I just, I just love the comeback story, John.
2: Well, but tell, tell me a little bit, and the listeners, where does Chris Kirk get that power, Jay? I mean, I don't, I just don't see that much of it. You don't see a whole. His follow through is a little bit unique. His takeaway is is soft and relaxed. And, man, I remember playing with him down in uh, Australia someplace. He hit some slinging draws that, you know, we would think coming off the tee, oh, that was a good one. We'd walk out there. He's 80 yards
1: past us. Stop that, John. Quit bringing that up. 80 yards <laughs> past us. It was into the wind for you that day. Oh, that's right. that's right. That's um, right. You know, John, what he's still – so what I would say, he's got this – quiet power and what i mean by that is he moves so efficiently there's very little wasted motion john and he's also a tall kid he's he's you know for pga tour standards so that's where i i believe he gets it and he's he's, he's. he's, he twitches extremely fast and so um yeah i am i'm i'm amazed at at that one
2: other thing i noticed before we hang before we move on to the next subject Kurt Byram again uh, for this weekend. I thought he kind of came to the next level. It was another tournament under his belt. I thought it was phenomenal, and I I think it's starting to happen just what you and I were predicting. He's taking kind of more and more of a lead, and I thought he really helped the whole the whole uh, telecast uh, blend.
1: Oh, I agree. Just a su- super solid, super uh, super calming influence to that to that team, and I, I, and I really, I really love the way he's doing it, Pearl. That's going to wrap up the on the range segment. I'm going to do my tip of the cap. It's brought to you, our buddy, by our buddy, Colin Burnt. 314-966-0303. We are talking about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And this week, I'm tipping my cap to the charitable organizations within our community. I know I did one not long ago in the fall, but I just had a meeting today with the Children's Miracle Network. And these women are doing some great work. I want to thank Sue Rector for getting me hooked up with Melissa and with Krista today. These guys donated a million dollars to each of our our large hospital uh, here in St. Louis, Cardinal Glennon and Children's Hospital, and they continue to do just fantastic work. And they're spread there's there's people like Children's Miracle Network spread out all throughout our region and through the region where you're listening. And I just want to thank them. I appreciate the work they do in the community and keep going, please. It's just fantastic. That's the tip of the cap. It's brought to you by Colin Burnt. He is Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. Any vehicle, anything you need, Colin's got it. That's going to wrap up the On the Range segment. Don't go anywhere. I will be back with my interview with teacher extraordinaire Roger Gunn on the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
0: That was On the Range with Jay Delsing. For news on the latest golf equipment tips and to ask Jay a question log on to jdelsinggolf.com coming up it's the front nine on golf with jay delsing
1: i love having Darty business solutions as the title sponsor of the golf with jay delsing show you already know that they're the number one largest it consulting firm and the largest software developer in the st louis region you also know that there are over 2500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world but what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African American women are getting 50 to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school. And that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions is the chair of the 2023 Heartball supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community.
0: You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsingolf.com You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsingolf.com
1: We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
3: The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com.
0: This is The Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 10th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com.
1: Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. And Pearlie's with me, and we're headed to the Front Nine. And uh, thanks to the Ascension Charity Classic this year, can't wait. Uh, September fifth through tenth, Norwood Hills, baby, be there, be square. It's going to be great. All right, we are going to get straight to our my interview with Roger Gunn. Roger is a, a fellow teammate of Pearlies and I at uh, UCLA. He graduated in nineteen eighty five. He is the teacher of the year in Southern California. He's the uh, club fitter of the year in, so- in Southern California. He's played in two U.S. Opens. He's played in the U.S. Senior Open. He's also a member of the California Teaching Hall of Fame. Please enjoy the first half of this interview with Roger Gunn. Roger, good morning, and thanks for being with me this morning.
4: Good morning, Jay. How you doing this morning?
1: Doing just fine, thanks. Hey, Raj, um gosh, it's it's been a minute since uh, we've we've played any golf together and seen each other, but <laughs> we had some great, great memories at UCLA back in the day.
4: Well, that's for darn sure. You know, I mean, um, you know, the one thing I would say about – guys like you and uh, versus guys like me is that, you know, you were a pretty much a superstar in college and, and I was struggling to get on the team at all. And, and you guys were so supportive guys like you and Mickey Okoy and, and um, just really helping us young guys who didn't know what we were doing. And a lot of us ended up being pretty good players. And it was largely because of your help and support and, you know, I mean, my golf game didn't know anything about your golf game but uh, when I first got to school, but, you know, that sort of changed over the years practicing and playing with you guys.
1: When I think back about how much fun, how competitive, what good players. I mean, the state of California, you guys, there's so many good players that would just keep coming and coming. <laughs> and, you know, the, the competitiveness of our team and our love of competing really – uh, carried the day for us for a lot of years
4: yeah it was really something you know the gosh I, I I'll never forget the the we had a second team tournament that I went to one time and our second team comprised of Steve Pate who is a multiple Ryder Cup member Duffy Waldorf who was the college player of the year when he was a senior John Perlis who was a multiple All-American, Brad Bell, who played on the tour a couple of years, All-American, and I was first team All-Pac-10. That was our second team. So we would go and go win tournaments by, you know, 60 shots. <laughs> because, <laughs> it's so true. Because you and and Mickey Okoy and, and Corey Pavin and Jeff Johnson and Louis Barletti were you know the, the the top team, so it was a tough team to break into.
1: Raj, I can remember us you know getting back together on the weekend and going, "Well, we got two more trophies, you know, this team won <laughs> this one and that team won that one. But you know when I look back at that, we the, the game of golf is you know I'm sixty two years old, you know we've we've aged, and we don't really want to talk much about that, but the the game of golf has just been such an incredible giver. And it's been—it's just uh, created so many opportunities. The the, my family uh, has been supported through it. Your family's been supported Mm. through it. All the names you've mentioned; these guys are all doing things involved in the game. And how do we get so lucky, man?
4: (laughs) Gosh, I'm not sure I have the answer to that one. I mean, it's—it's such a hard game to get started. And then once you get past the icky part where you—you know—you can't seem to, to hit it too well. Um, it's just a lot of fun and, and, you know, players of different abilities can go play together and have a blast. I mean, a brand new golfer can play with Tiger Woods and have a great time. But, you know, if I'm going to go out and rally with Roger Federer, I mean, we're just going to be chasing balls the whole time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Better have a lot of them too, because I won't be able to hit one of them, I don't think.
4: <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really unique in that regard and. You know, one of the things I love about it for, for kids is um, it's this amazing dynamic where, you know, they're hanging out at a golf course, you know, and, and members of golf clubs are usually, you know, successful business people and whatnot. And so here you, know, you can have a 12, 13, 14 year old kid that is basically revered by the, the CEO because he, he wishes he could play like that and swing like that. and And so they have you know, time together on the golf course. And, you know, I was always able to to speak to people of any age when I was a young person, because I've been doing it since I was a kid. So, you know, it gives kids a lot of confidence and, you know, it's, um, really great I, I guess it's better than being on the phone you know or the, oh my gosh or you're on your media. tablet <laughs>
1: yeah
4: yeah so it was uh, really it's just uh, an amazing thing
1: okay so you could sit back for a minute because I'm gonna tell the folks about some of your accomplishments and it's going to take a while nope. um, we, we um, you, you mentioned that you were first team all pack-10 uh, Class A PGA professional uh, two years you spent on the European tour plane three years on the corn ferry tour plane you played in two US opens a senior open, uh, your golf magazine top 100, alumni, uh, Southern California P- PGA Teacher of the Year, as well as a club fitter of the year, and a member, just a little throw in, a member of the California Teaching Hall of Fame. So, Raj.
4: I'm exhausted. It's, it's just, you know, <laughs>
1: that's why you sleep so well at night, man. You have been working <laughs> your butt off for all these years. But, so, Rog, let's talk a little bit about teaching the game and, and how important it is. When you you love the game like we do. You want the game to thrive. It it really matters to you to try to make people better, doesn't it?
4: You know, it's it does. And it's a it's a win win when that happens because if you're trying to help somebody, it's it's very gratifying and fun, you know, so so I win and they win too. So we're both happy and and having a great time and You know, if you're not able to help somebody the way you want, then it's, then neither one of you are having fun. So, so anyhow, yeah, it's, it's a passion just because I love the game so much and I love learning, you know, techniques and, and things that have been discovered about the swing and how it really works and things like that. And not only just for my own, you know, hitting shots and, and recognizing what makes somebody better or what makes me better you know, that's, I, I'd probably be doing that if I wasn't a teacher, I'd be trying to figure stuff out and, and thinking, Hey, this is cool. But, you know, when you add to it, the dynamic of, you know, standing in front of somebody who's there because they want your help, you know, it sure is, is nice when you can help them out.
1: And to me, it means so much more to me that I'm going to go see Roger Gunn who's played in a U.S. open. He's played in a major. He's no, he knows what it's like to, 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 hit good shots hit bad shots and try to figure it out and that's important to me
4: yeah you know the I, I I think that's important too I know my longtime coach jim Hardy felt that that was a a big deal you know i mean that there's certainly plenty of excellent teachers who have never hit a shot in a u.s open so i mean I'm not sure you have to do it but it's a certainly a nice thing to to be able to speak to um you know golf at its highest levels and and understand what that's about,
1: Rod. You you mentioned Jim. We we both love Jim. Gosh, I took lessons from Jim for years. Um, let's talk about the people that were instrumental in kind of developing your golf brain and your golf teaching brain. Because I know who you are. I know the kind of human that you are, and you're always trying to learn, aren't you?
4: Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I, um, I'm never not learning in this game. I, I think that you know, we mentioned social media a little bit ago, but I've met some wonderful coaches and learned some really cool stuff, you know, little twists on whether it be a bunker shot or, you know, some uh, impact characteristic uh, w- w- with clubhead speed, you you name it. There's a bunch of stuff, but um, yeah, I, you know, I was in front of the computer yesterday, learning from Dr. Kwan at Texas women's university. who's a great biomechanics guy, learning about speed and, and so, yeah, it's like you say, it's it's fun to, to learn the stuff and and helps me hit a little farther and and my students too. So, yeah, it's a constant process. I'm sure you are, too. It's just how it's in our DNA, I think.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and I think the one thing that is kind of nearly diabolical about this game is that no one owns it ever it's a rental process and you have to un- unfortunately you have to re- you know turn it back in and on the back nine of our lives right now the game seems way way harder than i ever remember it <laughs> well
4: it's, it's funny um, I, I i was with a, a lady one time who was a very successful businesswoman i i told her basically that i said you know you never really master this game it lo- she looked like i had just shot her with a gun she's just like what like, oh, yeah, you don't master golf. I'm like, not even close. No, no, and, but, and they um, don't
1: like hearing that, do they? <laughs> no, no.
4: But here's a funny one you know, stepping back for just a minute the 14th hole at Bel Air Country Club is a par five and uh, kind of straight away and a little bit downhill. I think it was 575. And in all my years at UCLA, so you are these, you know, 18 to 22 year old young men all smashing it as hard as they can. I saw one person in all my years there even go for the green. And that was you <laughs> on a Santa Ana day. And so it's blowing 50 miles an hour downwind and you just crushed one. One of your patented two yards fades uh, just a top spinning rocket. I remember we got to the to the second bridge, which nobody even thought of, and then you hit a four iron, okay, to the to the green. Now that was a, that was the only time I ever saw anybody even try to go for it. In today's game, I've asked some of the UCLA players, "Does anybody go for that green?" And they laugh at me. Like, no. Oh, what, ridiculous! What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know, they fly at three hundred, which means it rolls to three thirty. Which means they have two forty to the center of the green, and they've got uh, you know two twenty five front edge. That's a five iron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate those guys. Oh my so, gosh, it is so. Well,
4: I, I, I tell you, I I um I suppose maybe I don't know how much credit we should take, but I, in in that regard, I, I am somewhat proud of our generation that, that the following generation is so much better than we were. And I think that's cool. You know, it's, it's like, okay, we, we did our job. You know, they, they know more about the swing. They know more about, you know, physical fitness and it's this blend. And, and, you know, you rarely see somebody with a bad golf swing anymore. You know, it's uh, just not a thing. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, our, our legacy is not too bad in that regard.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of that as well. And you know, it's interesting, Raj, because the quote unquote bad golf swings of some of the guys that came before us, you know, where you had the Lee Trevinos that were very rotary, yeah. and then you'd have the the Don Januaries that were very upright or the Al Geibergers, and, and you're like, wow, uh, but all those swings were really effective. So there's a lot of ways to skin this cat.
4: There are, and, and um, gosh, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's tricky as a teacher because, you know, you take someone... Like Matthew Wolf, and and if I have you ever seen the Matthew Wolf hit it, I mean the earth shakes when he hits the golf ball. It's unbelievable. So he's just the compression and how pure he hits it, you know. And it's it's like he's got the weakest grip you've ever seen on a good player by far. I mean, it's not even close. With the golf club going into the North 40 on the way back, and so as a <laughs> teacher, it's like if he if he starts hitting some shots that he doesn't like, is that when you say? uh oh you know what There, that thing that you that you're doing it's finally caught up to you and it's like yeah i've done it since i was eight are you I sure i know i know Raj. <laughs> so it's like as a teacher it's like you sure you want to touch that beginning of that backswing or that grip it's like uh it's 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 tricky it's tricky
1: all right folks that's going to wrap up the first half and that's going to wrap up The Front Nine. But don't go anywhere. Pearly and I and Roger Gunn will be right back on The Back Nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
0: That was The Front Nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's The Back Nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Powers Insurance and Risk Management combines 200 years of experience and cutting-edge products to deliver exceptional service, value and clarity to their clients powers insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry insurance can be overwhelming and confusing it can be tough to understand powers insurance simplifies it for you and your business powers insurance and risk management will partner with you by providing ongoing assistance consultation and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com. This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcon is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcon is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? While that's pretty impressive, what's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone police and firefighters viewing deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone, a proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show.
0: This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: This is Jay Delsing. And if you're like me, you're always looking for the best ways to improve your game. That means getting the best, most up-to-date equipment you can find in golf. You can find that equipment at ProAm Golf. ProAm Golf is located in Brentwood, and since ProAm Golf opened in 1975, they have been more than just selling golf equipment. ProAm Golf is dedicated to helping build your game inside and out. ProAm Golf can custom fit all your clubs specifically to your build. They offer private one-on-one lessons, and they carry golf gear for every part of your game. That means clubs, balls, shoes, apparel, accessories from all the major brands. I get asked all the time by golfers, where should I go get fitted for clubs? And I tell everyone to head to Pro-Am Golf. They're the best in town. And make sure you ask for CJ. That's Pro-Am Golf. Visit ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com.
0: This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by ProAm Golf, located in Brentwood. See what ProAm Golf can do for you.
1: Hey, welcome back. Pearlie's with me. This is Jay, and this is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're on the back nine, and that's brought to you by our friends at Prime Golf Centers. Get fitted, folks. Got to get fitted anyway. We're going to jump right back in to the second half of our interview with the great Roger Gunn. When you decided you were no longer going to play the tour and, and, and try to play at the highest level, and and then go into teaching. Was there a, a, a moment, or or maybe several moments, where you had some some kind of aha's, where you went, "Oh man, you know this is what I should have been thinking, or this is what I should have done," as opposed to you know, kind of when we were younger men, we just kind of kept putting the flooring the car and running it into the wall as hard as we could.
4: <laughs> well, the, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of Uh, There have been quite a few of those. I mean, gosh, I've taught for 30 years now. So, you know, there's learning about turning, you know, how the how the body turns on an inclined plane and all that stuff. And so so many of these things good players did just naturally, you know, uh, that's the nature of any sport where, you know, some people just get the hang of it. But, you know, learning about internal and external rotation of your arms and the the radial and ulnar deviation of your wrists and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, there's been a number of those, um, as the years have gone on. And of course, a lot of that's uh, due to TrackMan too, in terms of how the golf balls actually struck and what's actually happening when you're making contact and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, so there, there's been quite a few of those over the years, no question.
1: Raj, I, there's a um, – you, you spoke of TrackMan, and that's kind of where I was going next with the technology, the Tiger Woods effect on the game, and, and I mm-hmm. wanted to cover the pandemic. But, Raj, when the TrackMan came out, and, folks, the, the high-speed ability of these cameras to slow impact down is something that never even was thought about being existed existing when we were playing. And so no. I'll never forget, Raj, my teachers so, and good people – good. Well-intended advice. Whenever I was hooking the ball too much, I was never swinging out to the right enough, and I was so I was mm-hmm. I needed to swing and started further right and further. And Roger, I just hook and hook and hook more and more. <laughs> and one of the things that that track man dispelled, rumor-wise, was man that club face at impact pretty dang important, didn't it?
4: Yeah, it's uh, what is the stat there that you can miss the the direction of the swing by like five or six degrees and still hit the fairway, but you can only miss the club face by two degrees. So, you know, it's the club face is far more influential on what the ball is going to do than the swing direction. Uh, and then you add to that, um, toe and heel contact. So, I mean, if you remember those, the <laughs> drivers that you and I used to use, which looks like today's hybrid, um, <laughs>
1: it really does. Yeah
4: and um, yeah you'd see those crazy marks on the toe of the club with the T that that is this arc on your toe and, and it's like what what is that what kind of swing did I just make <laughs> and and so that was just the club torquing because you hit it on the toe and so it twisted open as it passed over the tee. it had nothing to do with you making some crazy swing so you know we didn't know though; we had no no idea
1: oh my gosh Raj when I was first taught that the light bulb went off I'm like that is why I can remember struggling so much my freshman year I started off like a house of fire at UCLA and gradually was careening downhill throughout the rest of the year and I was oh, hooking, geez. I was just hooking and hooking and hooking and I kept swinging further and further out to the right and hooking hooking more and I had Man. no idea
4: oh, no it's true well, I mean that's that's part of the challenge of golf is that when you swing too much to the right, you're putting that uh, counterclockwise spin on it. And, and uh, all things being equal, you're, you're going to hit some big hooks. And so your instincts tell you, Oh, well, I'm going left. Clearly I need to swing more right. And it just gets worse. Slicer deals with that every day. You know, he swings too far left. And so there's the club cutting across. Well, instinctively, even if we don't know it, even if we know it intellectually, it's like your instincts are telling you, well, I'm sick of going right, better aim and swing left. And so there's the
1: slice. Oh, my gosh. I tell folks it's really and truly a game of opposites when you start breaking down some of the teaching ideals and and uh, axioms of of what make the ball go straight.
4: Yeah, for sure.
1: Raj, talk a little bit about witnessing and experiencing the Tiger Woods effect and how it brought so many different people into the game open doors Roger and, and I know we think the same way that should have been open long before they should have mm. been in terms of color race and, and stupid things like that and then I want to touch on the pandemic and I'll let you go but um the Tiger Woods mm. thing man the power which with which the the PGA Tour players play with today is just ridiculous
4: yeah I mean he was uh truly a different beast where you know he he showed us a couple things it's like what what do we learn about playing well We learned that you hit it pretty much as hard as you can. You just tear the golf the cover off the golf ball and you're you're completely fearless. Where it's like he was not he was never intimidated of the guys on the tour at all. You know, that that was different. I mean, it used to be, gosh, you better be out there for two, three years before you even think about winning. I mean, that's just not even a thing where a real young guy steps up and wins a lot. I think if you and I were to, to to write a character for a book, that's what we would do is say, okay, he's got like a, almost a perfect golf swing. He's physically unbelievably strong and fast twitch muscles. He's incredibly good looking. And guess what? We're going to name him Tiger. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no, no, come on. And, um, but I mean, that's what it was. You know, I mean, you, you picture a guy, and this is back to Matthew Wolf, where, you know, someone like Tiger, who's swinging a seven iron, if he wants at 110 miles an hour, which is right where a lot of guys drivers were back then. And he's hitting it with perfect compression. So you, you hear the sound that you just don't hear. It's like, what, what is that guy's hitting a seven iron with perfect compression at the same speed as a driver. And so uh, he was also a guy that, and, and, and I, bet, I bet even you to this day would say, you know, because this is the way tour players think. I mean, tour players are, uh, you know, they were the best player at their club, best player in their town, best player in their state, you know, best player in the nation a lot of times. So they're not used to saying that anybody's better than they are. Now, they they might say that someone's playing better. You know, it's like, I'm not sure if you ever thought that Tom Kite was better than you are it's just like he knows what he's doing and i gotta dial my stuff in but i can totally hang with him or curtis strange or whatever it is but tiger was a guy where guys were saying yeah he's just better than i am i can't do what he does ernie Els was saying it's, forget it i mean here's the guy getting a three iron 270 yards on the carry you know landing like a butterfly i, I can't do that and so that was just a whole different thing Via the racial barriers that he broke, um, like you said, something that should have been done a long time ago. I mean, I, I never thought of it in terms of race a whole lot myself, but any more than I would think of his hair color. But, you know, just a great ambassador for the game and, and grew the game like crazy because a lot of kids were saying, whoa, that that is a cool dude right there. And they wanted to be like him. And, and <laughs> so many of them, uh, you know, are sort of in that mold.
1: Some of the offshoots that we talked about earlier in the interviewer, because of, of of him, the the track man, all of these, you know, all of these advanced metrics, uh, you know, and a lot of the way these players play to like hell, you know. Now, tigers uh, increased the the purse levels on the PGA tour. I don't want to play football. I don't want to play basketball. I'm just going <laughs> to stay with golf because now I can make a boatload of money and have a much longer career.
4: Yeah, no question. I mean, just. Um... He's so, you know, so much of the money they play for now is because of Tiger. You know, I mean, he just brought people to the game in droves. You know, I mean, like I say, it's like the coolest character you, could, character you could, could ever imagine. Here he is, he's real. You can go watch him play. So it's pretty, pretty amazing.
1: I loved what you said about writing a book, and it's so darn true. Uh, this is Roger Gunn. He's my guest of the Golf with J Delsing show. He is a teacher extraordinaire in Southern California, UCLA um, teammate, Roger. I want to wrap it up with this: a global pandemic. Something you and I, man, I'll just speak for myself. Never in my wildest dreams did that word or thought or ever enter anything. I didn't even drive past anything yeah. that should have it. But what it's done for the game in the United States is pretty remarkable.
4: You know, it was it was. I won't say the only, but one of the only activities you could do where you were socially distanced go out and actually have a good time doing something. And I mean, who would have thought, you know, when, when, when our range closed um, I think we were closed for a month or two and the owner said, if we are closed for two more months, we are closed forever. And all of a sudden it opens back up. And now, yeah, we have a giant range with so many stalls. And I mean, it was waiting, waiting only at all times. And so, you know, it, the people, teachers, golf courses, uh, golf shops and whatnot were reporting 30, 40% increases. And I mean, my 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 heart uh, so much goes out to the companies that, that had to go under or did go under because of it so I, I you know my my hat is in hand while i talk about this but for golf you know it, it was uh, quite something and there's you know people who picked up the game at that point that uh, are still playing today so uh, crazy who, who would have thought you know i mean you, just nuts
1: <laughs> it was it was it incredible because we have clubs here now that have wait lists to join and we uh, and it's and it's happening all across our region and it's it's just remarkable and you know what the other thing Raj is that top golf has actually done if you read the, the stuff from the National Golf Foundation, you and I are golf nerds. We read way more golf things than we probably should. <laughs> but it's actually bringing people to the game and, and actually growing the game.
4: Yeah big time you know I, I what did I see I, I'm probably going to get the stats wrong but it's ballpark. I think they had something like 56 uh, facilities and they brought in over a billion dollars. So, I mean, talking about waiting room only, holy mackerel, those guys are just killing it. So, you know, it's, uh, and, and it's nice to, to get folks exposed to golf and, and, um, you know, in, in today's world where it's, you know, got to have it right now, <laughs> you know, it's uh, nice to bring them to a sport where it's like, you have to have a little bit of patience, you know, it's not going to just come to you. You have to, you know, work through it. and. um you know, kind of build up to proficiency.
1: Raj, thank you so much for joining me and taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know this is one of your days off. I so appreciate it. Tell the folks how they can follow you, how they can reach out to you if they want to get a lesson or, 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 or anything, anything to help their game, because I know you're their guy.
4: Well, thank you so much. And uh, before I say that, I just want to say thank you personally so much for all that you did for me. So, you know, p- folks are going to hear you on the radio, and and just to say what a, what a just a great guy you are, you know, funny and nice and smart, and and you've done a lot for me there, buddy. So I really appreciate that. Oh my gosh, thank uh, you. It, it, Instagram is probably the easiest and best one. Yeah, I could throw out numbers and stuff, but you know, Instagram, you can direct direct message me. It's at Roger Gun Golf. Uh, I try to put some nice content in there, so you might enjoy um some of the some of that too so that's that's a real easy way to get a hold of me just direct message on instagram
1: and and the social media we we poke fun at it because you know we we, we're not lovers of it the way it's used for for most people but when it comes to the golf game in your golf videos and things like that it comes in pretty handy
4: yeah for sure for sure and I, I am also on skillist which is a um, remote app so I give lessons to people all over the world literally so uh, skillist is a great way as well so someone can send me a film and and let me look at your swing and help you get going there too.
1: All right, folks, that's going to wrap up that interview. And Pearlie and I will be right back with the 19th hole. And we'll have some comments and some breakdowns and some more stories from the old UCLA days. And Roger Gunn, this is Golf with Jay Delson.
0: This has been The Back Nine,
1: presented by
0: Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie, and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team they were going to take care of us. And they have. They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean Team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean Team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean Team, they offer new, pre-owned, and all the services included with your Dean Team purchase. When you're with the Dean Team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located at Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
3: The Legends of Golf, return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com.
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and let's head to the 19th hole.
1: Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearlie May with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole. Pearl, Roger Gunn, great, first of all, great human being. He worked his butt off in college, didn't he, John?
2: Well, he's one of those guys, Jay. I was trying to think today when I knew you were interviewing him. Who came to the team with less of a game? And I don't mean that as a cut to him. I mean Roger just made it happen. There just wasn't much game there. He ended up having a wonderful career. He's one of the guys of our of our team that stayed in the industry, very much in the industry, teaching and playing. He really became an accomplished player. He was a heck of a player for Southern California for 20, 30 plus years after that, in the different PGA sectional events and things like that. Let alone the majors he's played in. It's 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 very impressive what kind of a player he built himself into
1: oh absolutely and you know John one of the things that I will say about Roger that sticks out in my mind I'm probably remiss in not saying it to him on the interview was he his intestinal fortitude and he stuck stuck with it because like you said, there were some low times and to watch him improve and watch him play and perform and play in a US Open and 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 love the game so much and give back to the game so much. It, it was wonderful. John, he said something I want you to comment on, because we've talked about this before, but I love the idea of him talking about the exposure that the game of golf got him as a young man. And Well, hell for all of us, John. We were able at a young age to interact with someone 30, 40 years older than us in a much higher sort of um, uh, societal level than we were, but the game of golf brought everybody back to the same spot.
2: Well, it's one of the beauties of the game. I'm so glad he did bring that up, and I think it's it's one of the things we can be most appreciative of. How else is a 16-, 17-, 18-, 19-year-old going to have the exposure we had, let alone in college, the people that we had exposure to it and it's paid dividends not too many people parlayed that into more business and opportunity than you did so you would know better than anybody but uh, you know we all benefited from it immensely. we We were able to rub shoulders with those folks and and learn from those folks and and in a, in a manner as Roger mentioned where we had respect as well because we were pretty good players and they they admired that about us it's a it's a great combination. You know, there's a lot of work that goes into it to get to that point, but, and we didn't do it for that reason, but it was a, it was a side benefit that we all really uh, have enjoyed.
1: You know, John, it, it's so true as we look at it. I mean, all we were out trying to do is compete and try and be the best we could. And what the, some of the lessons that life and golf and golf life taught us. My gosh, how did we get that lucky? I mean, so fortunate, you know, when you start thinking about it and start thinking about being around the country clubs and being around those atmospheres. I mean, that is, those are the life experiences, John, you can't pay for.
2: No, absolutely not. And you talked about the quality of guy that Roger is, and a lot of that is uh, self-created for sure. But he had phenomenal parents. Uh, Roger Gunn's parents were just sweet, wonderful, accomplished people in their own right? And uh, they were certainly wonderful supporters of Rogers, but they were, they were solid citizens and, and just really, really solid people. And obviously, that's where Roger got a lot of his foundation
4: from.
1: Well, it's interesting because off the air, I talked to him about his children and Sam and his daughter, Leah, they're just doing great. And, you know, uh, great jobs and, and, and adding to society. And I said, you know, no big surprise there because, you know, you, you set a great pathway for them.
2: Absolutely, for sure. He sure did. How
1: about his story about the 14th hole? At uh, I can actually remember that day um, when I hit that drive on 14 thinking I was hot smoke. And now all these kids are probably hitting 3 wood off the tee and popping it on the green with no problem at all.
2: Yeah, the things have changed when he talked about that as well. And, you know, he, he appreciates may, maybe what we offer to the game uh, to, to kind of move it forward. I think he gave us a little bit more credit than maybe uh, our generation deserved. Uh, But but he's seen some he's seen some wild changes because he's been a player throughout that time. He competed throughout that time. And he's been teaching these uh, these folks throughout that time. Uh, I I think it's I think it's absolutely awesome.
1: Yeah, it's really it's really, really cool. And I love how, you know, his version of the Tiger, you know, and even down to the name. I thought that was a really, really clever take on that story and and the Tiger Woods era and and the the Tiger Woods effect for for that matter
2: well I love when he talks about how our second team because that was me for until my senior year really or at least halfway through my junior year playing on the second team and I can remember specifically one of the events he was talking about we played down a big canyon and that's a golf course at least my recollection there's about 1400 places where you can hit it out of bounds and we went out there and just absolutely lapped the field. And I had just come off the, working with that sports psychologist, Bruce Ogilvie. And so it was really kind of benefiting from that and starting to play better. And I had a really good event. We kind of come walking in, and I was in the zone because of that sports psychologist And had a nice high finish. And I, I do think we won by 46 shots or some crazy bloody number. And we were the second team, for crying out loud, and playing against everybody else's first team.
1: Pearl, I can remember some of the fun parties, and we had a few. Um, where oh, we, yeah. we, there were two trophies at, at, the, at, the, uh, at the weekend party. And the beautiful thing, Absolutely. folks, about our college experiences, all of our events, every single one of our events were from Monday to Friday. So we were back on campus just in time for Friday evening. <laughs> Let's not tell that to our kids. Strategery. That was, yeah, that was really something. But, Pearl, talking to Roger, Bringing back the UCLA days, the story really, really fun. I had no real true appreciation of what that was like and what we were doing until you know we can look back at it now. Really fun.
2: Yeah, I like to think that I try to suck it up while we were and let it soak in while uh, we were going through the process, but probably did a pretty poor job of that. So, but it certainly is fun to look back and, and especially follow with a guy like Roger because he stayed in the game and he stayed in that area for all these years. So he's got an interesting perspective.
1: Absolutely. Pearl, that's going to put another show in the books, man. Uh, how do we keep doing it?
2: I don't know, man. We just keep on, <laughs> keep on just keep on teeing it up. Just keep on teeing it up, swing at it, and try to go find the darn thing.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks for joining me, folks. We will be right at back at you next Sunday with more Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit him straight, St. Louis. This is Jay Delsing, and I've spent a lifetime in golf. And when it comes to playing the game of golf, the dining experience of a club, the amenities a club has to offer, or a family atmosphere, there's no place in Missouri like Whitmore Country Club. At Whitmore Country Club, there are two 18-hole championship golf courses. The membership there also provides access to 90 holes of golf in total. There's a 4,000-square-foot fitness center with 24-hour access. There's three premium tennis courts, two massive outdoor swimming pools there's junior programs for golf swimming and tennis and the best upscale and casual dining you'll find in the metro st louis area it's a club where you will feel comfortable a club where family and friends come and get together and really feel at home whitmore country club find out more at whitmoregolf.com that's whitmoregolf.com hey do you like wine Have you heard about the hottest new wine bar in St. Louis? It's called Wild Crush Wine Bar and it's located in town and country on Clayton Road just behind the Strops. Have you ever experienced self-dispensing wine machines? Well, they are here. The only place in St. Louis and most of Missouri that you'll find them and it's at Wild Crush. You can choose your size of pour and Wild Crush will pour the freshest wine in the area for you. The organic Argon gas system used at Wild Crush keeps this wine pristinely fresh for up to 60 days. So if you're tired of drinking wine that's been open for a few days, come into Wild Crush for the best and freshest wine selection in the area. Go to wildcrushstl.com and come have one with us.
2: Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're
4: listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Doherty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community literally hundreds of mostly young African American women are getting 50 to $60,000 per year jobs right out of high school. And that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heart Ball supporting local, the Local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community.
3: The Legends of Golf returned to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Ells, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on
0: to jdelsingolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsingolf.com.